afternoon, uh, morning, sorry, good start. <laughs> Hello. It's been um, a little bit of time since our last roundtable. So when I um, when I last spoke to you, I was just diving into the beginning of Last of Us, the first one. And since then, I've done Last of Us, the DLC for Last of Us, Last of Us 2, and Last of Us 2 a second time. Jesus. <laughs> So, yeah, I've uh, just a I've, bit then. You, yeah, you've got me right into it, mate. You've you've started an addiction now. It is brilliant. There'll be it? a third one. All right. So I mean, I'm guessing people can avoid this if they don't want spoilers. We can give them a bit of a warning first of all. Then, what do you think of it? What the second yeah, one? Go on then. Go for the second one. I loved it. I um, I wasn't too attached to Joel, to be honest. Uh, I thought the partnership was good, but I sort of thought to myself afterwards, like because um, I sort of I played it at late night once, and um, it got to that bit, and I finished that bit where he obviously gets killed, and um, I sort of slept on it. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, Do you know what, his story had probably come to an end anyway. Really, um, he achieved what he wanted to achieve, and all that. And so I sort of thought to myself, well, it makes sense to sort of make it about Ellie. Yeah. I get that. I do get that. There was a lot of unhappy, a lot of unhappy people. Because um, obviously, it was. Yeah, I think it was. I think it's the way Joel dies as well. It wasn't even the fact that he died. I think. I think it was that a it was so early on, and b you know he died like a well, not like a pussy. I sort of but felt like kind of, um, he caved in by a baseball bat or a golf club, whatever it was. Yeah. So I sort of uh, so if that that for me really did me a favour because I sort of thought to myself. Games can make you feel like a superhero sometimes, right? Mm, definitely. Whereas this game sort of brought it back down to reality a little bit. Like, actually, you haven't got... Like, this is... It's in the title, isn't it? The Last of Us. It's just about struggle. It's about people, like, coping with loss and stuff. And um, for me, that was just, it was just a really good way of making the audience feel like, actually, this isn't a safe place to be, no matter how much you go through. And whatever you do has consequences. Yeah, it's quite a realistic game in that way, isn't it? Yeah, and so I, I loved it. I thought it was a really good. I thought it was a good decision. There was one or two bits which I was a bit like, oh, okay, it's a bit. But what for the most part, like? I'd say ninety percent. I just felt like um, so the, the second time I played it now, I still feel like it's a little bit long. So I've started to feel a little bit like it could have been, you know, like at the end of the farm, mm-hmm. and then the farm they look into the sunset and stuff. I thought, do you know what? I'd be happy with that ending. So, and then it just sort of kept going on. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. There was a couple of times where I thought the game ended. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. the farm... So, I, I thought the game ended the first time at the end of um, Ellie's campaign, where you... At the end of Seattle Day 3, yeah, when you same. play as Ellie. I was like, oh, it, surely this is the end, because you know, we're at the climax almost. And then the game just swaps, and you can try Abby. And I was like, right. And then I thought the game ended at the end of Ad- Abby's campaign. I was like... Okay, no, I guess not. And then I thought the game ended at the farm, like you just said. And I was like, surely this is the end now. And then it carries on for another few hours. I'm not complaining, because, I mean, the, I thought some of the stuff after the farm was brilliant. I just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. agree that I think it was a little bit too long. So there's a couple of things that I would have done differently. And, you know, that's probably the reason I'm not in charge of a game studio. But, I mean, so I would have ended it at the farm, personally. I think I would have um, swapped the endings around. So I would have um, I would have put the sort of California bit after 
the initial sort of uh, bit where Ellie gets beaten up mm. by Abby. Mm. That's a, I would that's have had that as like the follow-on, oh, and then and then, then giving her a happy ending at the farm. Yeah, but with the same result. So Abby, he she lets Abby live, and they just and you still get um, Tommy trying to convince Ellie that oh Abby's here, Abby's here. And she's still like, now nah, we've done that bit. Like, like it makes more sense to me. Like, if they swapped that bit around, because oh, yeah. Tommy's still pissed that. off. That Abby's still alive. Yeah, Ellie's. I get that. Yeah, Ellie's content that she's sort of finished the story there. She let her go when she could have killed her. Mm. I feel like if they switched them two around, it would make more sense. Well, for me, that's what partly annoyed me. Was she let her go for the second time because it happened once before when she ran away, and I was just like, yeah, hold on a minute. Like, you've literally, you've given up once. And now you've got a happy life on this farm with your child, with your lover, whatever. Happy little idyllic farm life. Why are you fucking it up when you've already had the chance and you didn't take it? It annoyed me a little bit. It had to happen because obviously if she didn't go with Tommy, then Abby would have died and Ellie would have never come to terms with what happened and forgiven her. And, you know, that wouldn't have happened. But I just think that at the end of the game, she's got. She's literally done nothing. She's achieved nothing because she didn't do what she set out to do, which was avenge Joel, which is fine. Yeah, she's come to terms with the fact that she lost him and how much she loved him. I think she finally forgave him for not sacrificing her to the Fireflies and stuff. I think she finally comes to terms with that at the end. But she didn't actually achieve what she set out to do and she lost everything in the process. I thought the ending was so depressing. It was good. It was a good ending, but it was so depressing, wasn't it? I wanted to top myself yeah, into that. I was thinking, bloody hell. We've been through so much. Now she's lost everything. And she hasn't got revenge. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I feel like... Um, like The bit that got to me was like when she tried to play the guitar at the end and she only had two fingers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is sad. It's a brutal game. It's not really it? sad. It's brutal. Like some of the fight scenes and all that. I thought so. That's yeah. For me, like, so a lot of people slate the way Ellie's character went, like went a bit ape shit. Um, but for me, like, um, when you see someone get killed in front of you, like that, that would change. Someone, it, like. I know we're talking about a game. Yeah, here, no, no, no. But. It's true. Someone that saved her life, that's kept her alive, you know, throughout all this shit that she's gone through, a lot of traumatic stuff with. Who's looked like a father figure to her, completely, completely. Yeah, I thought she was brilliant. I thought I really liked the character. Yeah, I did as well. I thought it was really good. I think one of the things that shows me why it's such a good game though is the fact that we thought the game ended when you finish day three with Ellie yeah at first I wanted it to end there and I didn't want to play with Abby didn't didn't want to I hated her absolutely hated her for what she'd done to Joel didn't want to play as her and you start off playing as Abby and I was like don't want to do this I literally I was like a little like a little baby for a tantrum I was like I don't want to play anymore I don't want to play as Abby a couple hours into it I actually started to like the Abby campaign. By the end of it, I really liked Abby. And I understood everything about her. I understood why she'd done everything. You learn about, you know, Joel killed her dad. She's basically doing the same thing as Ellie, but on the opposite side, getting justice for her, her dad. I thought that was brilliant how the game changed my opinion of Abby. And I, I was, in a way, kind of rooting for her near the end. Like, I didn't want her to die. Yeah, I got a lot of satisfaction out of the fact that she'd been basically tortured for four months by that crew at the end. And she's on that sort of crucifix yeah. type thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I felt bad for her. That bit reminded me of Gears 2 for Dom. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That bit with Dom. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And Maria. Reminded me of that. Yeah. Gears, Gears is brilliant. That, that's a game I'm missing. That's a game I'm really missing. See, Gears 1, 2, 3 were good. 4 and 5, mate. Don't play them. Don't play them. They are shit. 
fucking shit. I've not had yeah, I've not had an Xbox since the 360, and I think the last one to come out was on that might have been Gears Three, I think. And I already yeah. noticed that I didn't like Gears Three compared to four, uh, compared to two. I'm um, I'm really inclined to get the PlayStation this time around. All right, so on, on that then, the reveal for the Xbox Series X. Yeah, the game reveal happened Friday, didn't it? Yeah, what did you think then? I only started watching it because you mentioned it. And as you know, I've been PlayStation, you know, for the last decade nearly. Yeah, I've thought some of the games are really, really good. I'm really liking the look of um, Avowed. Oh, yeah, that yeah, looks, looks good. Like, right up my street. It looks like something you'd enjoy as well. Because obviously it's, it's by Obsidian, which are the team that made Fallout New Vegas. So we know they can make a good RPG. It's basically their take. It looks like their take on kind of the Elder Scrolls. So really looking forward to Avowed. Um, that's tempted me to get an Xbox for that and then the last reveal which was Fable because I loved Fable on the 360 Fable 2 particularly was brilliant yeah so it's going to be a tough choice isn't it because there are so many games that I want on both and I won't I won't be buying both obviously I'll be buying one but I think I don't know how I felt about Halo after watching it yeah Halo looked alright I mean for a lot of the fans it looked like it sort of brought it back to what it was but at the same time it's like variations good this is it my issue with a lot of these like video games nowadays is it's always a sequel or a remaster or a retake or there's not a lot of originality anymore yeah. and it, I sound like a hypocrite because I just talked about you know Fable and all that and Last of Us 2 and yeah sequels not great but I, I want to see new games on this next gen I want to see new ideas yeah same I just think so many games and studios default to this whole oh let's do a remake let's do a sequel Halo looked good but you know that's something we've had for like the last like fifteen years. Like, it's, yeah, let's have something new, like Avowed. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised at you, only because you've been, you know, you've been Xbox through and through for a long time. Well, I'm starting to realise like a lot of the game like content, like a lot of the games that I'm into at the moment, like are on the PlayStation. Mm. So I mean, like uh, even thing. I mean, and a lot of them are like cross-platform as well now. Yeah, but like the more the more recent games I've played, like like I said, Last of Us, like Final Fantasy, like God of War, like these are massive games, and I fucking love every one of them. Like the Xbox has really given up, not given up, but it's really not focused on story, which really and I I love a good story. Like I don't know how many times like I've said that to myself, but I love a good story. So I got so much enjoyment out of playing Final Fantasy for the first time. Uh, you know, God of War, like I said, it's just. And if you're going to have like things like the next Elder Scrolls on PlayStation and the next, like, what am I buying the Xbox for? Am I buying the Xbox for Halo? I don't want to do that. You know, and, and to be honest with you, the, the Xbox has already announced that the next Halo is coming out on the Xbox One anyway, which I've already got in front of me. So why would I fork out another 600 quid for a new controller, new fucking console, new, like, for a new game to play it on a different console when I can get on this one? Yeah. For 50 quid? Yeah. So I'm really tempted just to be like, do you know what, PlayStation and keep my Xbox One going. And if all these games are coming out on the Xbox One, then I might just buy them on that for a bit until I get a really, maybe unless I get a really, really cheap Xbox Series X one day. But for me, it's changed. Like, I care about the games more than I do the actual performance. Like, if the games are amazing, I'll buy the games, you know. And it's just... um. There's not many exclusives. There's not something on the Xbox like outside of Halo, which I think, yeah, that's that's why I get the Xbox. Before on the 360, like you said, 
the 360 was like gears brand new it was like great okay halo halo for fantastic like it was just it was games it was proper good games like and they were all new back then and it was like um well, now yeah, it's just like it. actually it there's none of that yeah and there's none of that there's literally none of nothing original i mean apart from that avowed and maybe that space marine game which is about that looks, basically that the creators are left for dead that's really decent yeah, so the creators of Left 4 Dead and Vermintide have done this one, and I think it's going to be really, really good. But um, it is quality. Again, I I reckon that would be cross-platform, you know. Well, so what's the point? It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. That's the thing. I mean, all of these consoles, it basically they do the same thing. It's just about the licensing. What studio's got the rights to put which, which game on which console, basically. But it's like even you know that new Assassin's Creed game, Valhalla, looks brilliant. I got bored of Assassin's Creed after the second one, and they knock this out every single year. Just give us something original. Yeah, honestly, like um, it, I think that's why I have a good good feeling about the first one I played because the first one felt original because it was new, right? I was like, wow, this is a good game. Like, but after like like I said the fourth, fifth one, it's like Jesus Christ. Well, where, where does it stop? Assassin's Creed forty seven. Mm. Like, where does it end? It's like 2019. So that that Valhalla game looks fantastic, but why not take it a little bit further, take it out the Assassin's Creed universe, and just have a game called Valhalla about Vikings? Why has it got to be Assassin's Creed? Yeah. I don't know. It's just I think I think that translates into a lot of things now. Like it's so hard to come up with an original. Like if you think of a game that you played recently, it's most likely been a sequel. Like. I can't really think of any original. Yeah. No, I completely agree, you, mate. Like, there's nothing from yeah, nothing from the ground up. You know, uh, I actually can't think of one. I, I mean, I am a massive hypocrite because the games I'm looking forward to, you know, <laughs> Resident Evil Seven, you know, New Elder Scrolls, are all. Oh, they're I'll all get sequels. that. Uh, Resident get Evil that. Eight, sorry, not Seven. They're all sequels. It's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It's the same with films, like. That's that's my main issue with with films is that there's not a lot of original films anymore. Really, they're all just sequels. But I don't know. I'm going for the tangent here. But yes, the um, the Xbox Xbox X does look good. Um, and I'm not lying. I, I it does look tempted. good. I am tempted. I probably will go PlayStation. But I am. Tempted. I think I'll go PlayStation. Oh, hell. Am I sure I can it'll be? I can't believe I'm saying that. Um. Well, what I like about this one is that they've done this. Um, you can get a digital edition, which is basically no no 4K Blu-ray player or disc drive, which basically means it'll be cheaper. And to be honest, with you, I can't remember the last time I actually bought a game physically. Um, so, wow. Apart from that, mate, I think I'm just gonna go full digital. I didn't know about this. Yeah, so they got two versions. You got a digital edition, purely like online store, and you've got one which does. Has a blue, uh, 4K Blu-ray player and a disc disc drive, yeah. which will be more expensive. Well, yeah, I've noticed that because you tend to only buy games like online now, don't you? Yeah, you I mean, um, obviously the thing is, it you can't trade them in or like sell them on. But at the same time, it's like, see, that's this is the one thing. So a- Xbox has got a really good thing at the called Game Pass. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of it. So they've got rid of the annual subscription for 49.99. And they do Game Pass, right? And basically, like, it's just like an online store, and you rent, rent, you don't rent, but you just for ten pound a month, you literally can play any game you want, download it, and it's yours, 
right? And then when your subscription ends, you just have to give them, you just basically, they get removed from your hard drive. But honestly, Sam, so things like Halo will be on Game Pass, so you won't have to buy it. All like So that's the good thing about the Xbox. They've, they haven't got this online store. So you could probably, so we can play the old Final Fantasies on the Xbox Game Pass Wait, so for nothing. So even brand new games are on Game Pass? Brand new, yeah. Okay, well, I didn't know that. Because PlayStation have got something similar called PlayStation Now. But that's only basically... There's like quite old games on there. So like, if for example, it's, it's, it's yeah. got God of War 1 and 2 on there, for example. So you pay like £8 yeah. a month, but it's quite an old library of games. So you're saying this Game Pass yeah, this has is got brand like new. new games. Literally. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. New. That's pretty cool. And it's got like hundreds of them. So like games like I didn't even try out before, like Kingdom Come Deliverance. I've got that on Game Pass. Sea of Thieves, I've got that on Game Pass. Um, Dead by Daylight, Daisy. Fucking the old Final Fantasy Ten, I got that. Like, there's loads of stuff on Game Pass, which is just for like free. So, how many can you, you just click on it? You download it. Oh, nice. So how many can you take out at a time? As many as you want. You could do all hundred if you wanted. Really? To. You could have every single game. As long as, it depends how long, how big your hard drive is. But um, for example, so I'm down. I've downloaded yesterday Fallout seventy six to play with a mate online. Now I didn't pay for that. It's like an eighty gig game for the full game. Obviously, no restrictions. You download it. And it's yours. And I didn't have to pay for it. So, and, and, and if you think about it, it makes so much sense. So, the annual subscription is fifty pound, right? I'm now paying ten pound a month, but a game to buy was sixty quid. Well, yeah. So that's two games. Games are really expensive now. That's two games. That's the thing. So I'd rather pay ten pound a month, which equates to one hundred twenty quid a year, which basically the equivalent of two two games. And I know I buy for a fact two two games more than two games a year, so I'm saving money. And it's honestly it's such a good deal. Game Pass and Xbox have done such a good thing there. Yeah, that is good. That is really good, actually. Yeah. So that's one of the few things where I feel like, actually, that's a hell of a good deal. Like, even like um, Soul Calibur's on there, everything, I think. Really? And even the old Xbox 360 games are on there. You just download them. Like, for free, basically. That's pretty good, to be fair. Like, and all the... And you know you get games where you're like, oh, I don't know whether I like that or not. This is like that opportunity just to download it, play it, and it's like, oh, I actually didn't like that. Uninstall. Actually, yeah, that's really good. I'll play the whole of the campaign. It's just like, it's quality. How big's the hard drive? It's quality, mate. On your Xbox? Well, I think mine's 500 gig, but I've got a terabyte hard drive as well attached to it. Okay. So um, it's obviously like, and it's almost, I think I've got 300 gig left on the, on, nice. considering after seven years. It's day one Xbox in 2013. So, so that's my only issue with the PlayStation. I mean, I've still got the launch day. Um, I've still got the launch day yeah. PS4. So my hard drive is 500 gig, and I have to constantly delete games to download new ones. Especially yeah, with COD same. on there, like Warzone, is something stupid like 130 gig now. Yeah. So I think I've got like four games on my PlayStation at the minute, and it's so annoying. So I'm really hoping that with the new PlayStation PS5. It's at least got a terabyte. Mm. I'm sure it will. But um, but yeah, the PlayStation definitely has the advantage over the games. The games look better. It's been a debate, but the last few years, isn't it? Oh, console. Yeah, wars. so I think I honestly think the PlayStation has the better games, but I feel like the Xbox has better. Like, apparently, it's even it's. I mean, it's pretty minute, but. It's, it's apparently it's more like better graphics and better performance and stuff but oh yeah Xbox when you like yeah apparently but when you compare 
I feel like the Xbox has got a better community and it's got a better like setup. And I always feel like the PlayStation is a bit slow to react, even like inviting people to chat. Whereas the Xbox, it's just such a seamless experience for that. But it might be different on this new console, obviously, because they've removed loading times completely. So, so like, I would agree with that completely because I do find the PlayStation is quite like. Just say I'm playing a game and I'm gonna invite you to a party. Like if we're in the middle of COD and Steve comes online and we want to invite Steve, it's not a quick process. It takes like a good minute and a minute and a half to invite someone. That doesn't sound long, but when you're in the middle of a fucking war zone, that yeah, minute yeah. could be the difference between That's... you being in the game and being out. Yeah. So the Xbox does that so much better. Yeah, I, Literally, it's like that two buttons, bang bang. Yeah. And they had a really good. They've they've kept that setup the whole way through. And I always said to you, like um, when I got the PlayStation Four for the first time, I was like, it just seems empty. The whole thing seems empty, and I don't like that at all. I always like something filling the page. And um, it's simplistic. The Xbox does it perfectly. It yeah, I just I've never liked the look of the PlayStation Four. To be honest, PlayStation Two looked amazing. PlayStation Three looked pretty good. Looked professional. PlayStation Four, I didn't like that at all. Three sixty back in the day had like a brochure looking thing then he got an update and then an update and then it introduced like these um, avatars which was quite good I enjoyed that I um, missed those because that, that that was quite fun yeah. on, the, on the Xbox having your little avatar you can you know change him and all that and give him different like gear yeah, and I stuff got into that. I, I, I do miss that yeah and um, so I it's weird whatever decision I make I think I'll do it for the games overall mm. with obviously the back of my mind knowing that the Xbox Series X is probably better performing and looks smoother and all that. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving it. It's a hard decision because I'm a. I've been an Xbox for a long time now. So, That's why uh, I'm so shocked. That you sw- said you think you're going to go PlayStation. Obviously, yeah, I'm I think I will. I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going PlayStation. I mean, I have done for the last few years, but it's good, mate. It's good. Yeah. Tough one. Tough one. So you're dedicated PlayStation, are you? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, man, I'm pretty stubborn anyway, as it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty sure, mate. I'm going to go PlayStation. I mean, all of the games I play really are on PlayStation. Well, I play on Switch as well, obviously, but my main console is still PlayStation. What would um, what would change your mind then? If you if you, if you if there was something that would change your mind to just say, if you can only buy one and the Xbox had to change your mind, what would it do? I think the thing is... Most of these consoles, kind of, most of the games I play, sorry, are, are on, are on both consoles now. So yeah. it would have to be something pretty drastic, like just say Avowed turns out to be like the best game ever made. Then I think that could swing it. I mean, apart from Last of Us, there's not been a lot of exclusives in the last year or two that I've played. I mean, yeah, been, yeah. I think you've got. You've got Final Fantasy, you've got God of War, you've got Last of Us, you've got <coughs> the Uncharted stuff. I can't think of anything else. Uncharted, yeah. I don't know, there's not many exclusives are hard to come I mean, by. It, I think, it is Assassin's be... Creed exclusive to Xbox? Uh, no, it's on PlayStation. But like, it would have... Assassin's Creed's on PlayStation? Yeah. If it's on PlayStation, then that makes my job my life a lot easier. I'm sure. I, I don't even know why I'm questioning myself. Yeah, it is, definitely is. <laughs> I just checked. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it it is, is, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey oh, well, launch trailer PS4. It's all on there. No, um, yeah, it's a, it's it's such a fine line. That's what I mean. It's at a minute. Look, what I'm playing at the minute. So I'm playing FIFA. I mean, I'm always playing FIFA. So FIFA, but that's on both consoles. It's a console, sorry. 
So Calibur. <laughs> so so Calibur with yourself. That's on both consoles. I can't speak. <laughs> so Calibur is on both Christ. consoles. Um, well, see, so... Last of Us Two. I'm done with now. Playing Yu-Gi-Oh, but that's on you know pretty much every console. So it would have to be something special. Yeah. It would have to be something special, I think. On Yu-Gi-Oh, really quick. Let's touch that really quick. So, I don't know if you're aware, Tom. You've been into the Yu-Gi-Oh game, you know, like the actual like video game for you know the last few years. And we're both into the cars as, as youngsters. And the, the last year, yeah. my passion for for trading cards has kind of been reignited because I'm a massive loser. And uh, on Friday, they released a brand new set of cards and that set of cards is called Battle of Legends Armageddon and the reason this set is so special is because there is a card and that card is called 10,000 Dragon so they said they're only ever going to do one print line of this card and if you pull it ungraded raw at the minute it's worth between 1,500 to £2,000 <laughs> so yesterday went into town Bought a few booster packs. How many? How no, many did you that buy? That was not relevant. You... Might have got a box. No, fuck off. I might have got a box. Doesn't fuck matter. Off. But no, no, tell me. I, I, I might have got a booster box. You know, I might have got a box. I might have not. You know. No, 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 no. In hindsight, when you talk about Pokemon, you would said you would buy the whole shop out. How much? Do you, how much did it cost you, Sam? No, no, no. I mean, I, I've already opened the packs. <laughs> How much did it cost it's you? It's not that bad, mate. I bought, I bought a booster box. It's not that bad. Didn't get the dragon, though. I did get a couple of good pulls. I, d- I did get one pull worth 100 quid, so I've already made my money, so that's fine. <laughs> I've pulled something called... <laughs> You're fucking... Chaos Emperor, the dragon Christ. of Armageddon. Pulled that. So it's called 10,000 Dragon? Yeah, if you d- dick into Google 10,000 Dragon on eBay, you'll see what it's going for. So... I didn't get that. Where, where did you buy the cards from? They're from Lost Ark Games in Stevenage. So you went down there. Yeah, you got any, you you got any pack in the shop. I, uh, do you have any Armageddon packs? Anyway, bought a few packs. I've got some good pulls. How, how much did you actually put on it then? What? I bought a booster box. Fucking <laughs> stop avoiding the question, you bastard. It's not bad. How much did you spend? Say a number and I'll say if it's more or less. 150 quid. No, less. Less, 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 less. Way less. 90 quid. Less. 80 quid. Less. I, I got... I don't believe I it. I promise you I did. I promise you I did. I, I got a booster box. It was less than that. I can't say how much because Vanessa's listening, probably. So, <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. Okay, but um, but I'll text you. I'll text. But you, you didn't get the card. No, I didn't get the card. I didn't get the card. But um, I've got some really. I think, mate, the artwork on these cards is amazing. I think it would get you back into the game, like physically. Two hundred and seventy quid. Fucking hell! No, mate. definitely not. Old. Definitely not. <laughs> this card though is going for. It's going for like nearly two grand. I want 10, it. Ten thousand dragon. I want it. And it's from an arm. It's from an Armageddon pack. So the, the the set is called Battle of Legend Armageddon. Uh, Can you buy it in shops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so literally come out Friday. So I'm, I mean, I basically. I've managed to build a deck out of the cards that I've pulled as well. So if you if you if you got a box, you know don't get a box because no mind like you'll probably pull the dragon and rub it in my face, you bastard. <laughs> but um, yeah, the set came out Friday. Some awesome looking cards. Every single card's a hollow as well. Every card in the set. Every single card's a hollow. Every card in the set is holographic. So it's like a really special set. 
Really, really nice cards, mate. Really nice cards. Um, but is there any classic old ones? Um, I don't think so. I think there's a lot of new ones. There's a lot of fossil stuff. Ten thousand dragon. Why? Why is this one so rare? So yeah. So most cards get reprinted. So like, if, if you want a blue eyes or red eyes, there's like twenty variations now. Blue eyes. But this ten thousand dragon, 10, dragon, they're never going to reprint it. So it's just going to be like a limited run. It's like fucking one ear going for twelve hundred quid. <laughs> See. <laughs> I tell you, all jokes aside, that would be a good investment piece. If you've got the money, like this is what people, I don't know what's happened this year. Trading cards, like the last year particularly, have gone like insane. Like there's people that, you know, I follow like celebrities and stuff, like investment people. And they've, they're starting to invest in trading cards. Like they're literally buying bulk Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, NBA, NFL, baseball cards. Because the value of trading cards is going up so much. That Charizard you got, you paid 80 quid for it a few years back. You couldn't buy that Charizard in that condition now for less than 200 quid, 300 quid, raw, in the, the condition it's in. And that's not even graded, that's raw. Like, it's fucking stupid. I'm, I'm really excited to see what that comes out of that, you know. So yeah, Tom and I sent our cards off to uh, a company called Graded Gem, based in Oxford. Sent them off on Friday, insured. I hated posting that. I'm terrified <laughs> to post that. But I got a message from the guy the next day to say he has received the parcel, which is good. Why is it empty? Yeah, he he did say I've got it. Why is it empty? He just sent me an empty box. You bastard. <laughs> so yeah, they're gonna look at our cards, give them an estimated grade, okay. let us know what that's gonna be, tell us how much we owe them for acting as the middleman basically, and then they send them off to America to PSA, and then they get graded, and then we find out yeah, find out what they get. It's gonna be pretty cool. We sent off 15 cards Jesus each, didn't we? Jesus Christ. 15 each, yeah. 15 each. Yeah, so I have no idea what to expect. Um, to be honest with you, um, I wake up one day and I'm hopeful, and the next day I feel like, what the fuck have I done? Because <laughs> you never know. Like I could be looking at these cards thinking, oh, they look all right, and someone else says, Jesus Christ, look at the condition of this card. It is shit. And you think it's pretty like, I don't know. Like, Yeah, and I think it's like top there. of the range... What can what people consider to be mint condition is really like vague. So yeah, it's it's like, so hard to get a ten as well. Like it's so hard, and I think so. PSA have come under scrutiny in the last year, last couple of years, for inconsistencies as well. But it's so hard to get a ten. Like the centering has got to be well, this is dead the thing, perfect. Like, you can't have a single nick on it. Um, do you know the, the amount of times I've managed to put a nick on a card when I've been trying to put it in a sleeve? Because the bottom of the sleeve, it's been a hard sleeve and it scratches the bottom of the card and you get a little white nick. It's so hard. It's not hard, but I mean, it's... Well, this is the thing, like... Uh, keeping pristine is really, really tough. I I don't see... I mean, do you feel like any of your cards will be pristine? So there's a couple of that I've pulled fresh from my booster pack. And I, you know... I'm, and you just literally put them back in? Yeah, no, literally. There's, there's a couple that I've, li- I've literally pulled from a, bo- a brand new booster pack. Yeah. And put it straight in the sleeve... Straight on the top loader and it's gone straight off to them. So I would hope and that PSA grade four. Yeah, can you imagine? What? But uh I pulled a Charizard from Evolutions and I pulled a Mega Charizard as well. I'm such a loser. But um they should both come back as tens. If they don't, I won't be happy. It is what it is. Tens, um. It is what it is. Fucking hell. Yeah, but it's not a base. It'd be set. weird to see my cards in a base set Charizard like yours. Well, I did send my base set, that's gonna be like a four. Well, that's the thing, so like... Um, that, that's more for me, that one. I mean, these cards are, let's be honest, 
they're coming up to almost their 30th birthdays in some cases you know close to i suppose mm. 30 birth like you know and uh it's mad for a car to be from 30 years ago and to be in mint condition is a rare thing yeah because the people who grew up with these things were kids right or have turned from kids to being collectors right so you basically you're betting on packs being opened late bought on ebay to be mint condition because if you're like me you had cards you had no idea what happened to some of them some of them you elastic banded some of them you traded and you honestly when you're about five or six or seven you do not give a shit about its first edition mint you're not saying that in the playground you're like can i have your blastoise for my charizard yes that's what you're saying you're not saying you know you don't even care about this sort of thing but when you if you get into it and you're older these things are so hard to find do you know what i mean yeah completely like ebay is just riddled with mixed terminology and people determining something as that's what i said about mint people determine something as mint when it's nowhere near mint and wherever the fuck it is like you gotta be so careful now when it comes to cards because people want the perfect card let's be honest if you go for a card you want it to be as best as it can be for your money right you don't want to waste money on something that's going to be like PSA 7. No, completely. You want to try and find a 10, completely, right? Everyone yeah. wants a 10. So it's like you either invest your whole fucking fortune into cards or you just live with what you've got from a nostalgic point of view. So I've been toying with that myself, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I've, some of these I've definitely sent off to sell. I'm going to keep my original ones, I reckon, but I've sent some of them off to sell and I, I will take that money and I'll try and invest it in some more. Like slowly work my way up. I feel like that um, that Charizard you've got that's going to be obviously like that's from your childhood. So I don't expect you obviously. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't sell that. I wouldn't ever sell that. That's the thing. I mean, I've only sent that off just to kind of protect it for me because that, that would then be in like a PSA kind of case. And I mean, I reckon that would get. I'd be lucky to get a five or a six. I reckon from that. That that's just gone for me. Just so I can have it in a little case on display. To be honest, I don't know what I'll get. I think yours. I, I think no yours could be an eight or a nine, mate. Definitely eight or a nine. Possibly a nine. If I would be generous. The one I was interested, um, I had a Kabut Ops EX card, and I was I'm interested in that one because it's like a double hollow card, and I I with my eye I couldn't see anything, like but obviously my, I've got a shit eyesight, you know. But um, yeah, there are there are a few I'm curious about. There's 15 cards there, so the likelihood of what one of them coming back as over eight is pretty quite high. I guess. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I won't see me. We'll have to do a video. We'll do a special reveal, and we'll uh, keep it a surprise as yeah. well. That'd be good. We'll get Vanessa to sort them out. We'll give each other's. Uh, we'll give our packs to each other, and we'll do a reveal one by one. I might have to Jesus end Christ. the video early because someone's crying. But... Yeah. <laughs> you know. but yeah. Ten thousand dragon, mate. Invest in it if you can. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. 10,000 Dragon. Let's call it that. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sounds good. <laughs> Come that on. sounds good to me. 10,000 Dragon. Dragon. So that was Round Table, episode six. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Spotify and YouTube. And subscribe to YouTube as well. Even, even better. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, the thing is, people are subscribing on Spotify and Instagram. No one gives a fuck yeah, about yeah, YouTube. Yeah, no. Fuck. I mean, to be fair, we don't have any videos yeah, no, in there don't. yet. That's probably why. We do, but they're just more like audio videos. So. You've got to have content <laughs> to subscribe. <laughs> subscribe, please. Anyway. Yeah. Oh. Cheers. We'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, I'll do.